and welcome to Blossom Buddies, the 30-minute podcast about Blossom. Uh, since our format change, uh, we've had the same amount of listeners, so thank you. But big news, last week, Blossom was added to Disney Plus. Yeah, so I'm watching in Canada. Watching in better, uh, better quality now. It looks better. Yeah, it's got subtitles. You can it's accessible for our listeners to actually fucking That's watch true. the show along with us. Hey, are now, you deaf and somehow listening to this podcast? Because if so, you can watch Blossom and read it. Boom. That doesn't help you with this podcast, though. Boom. We could but, subscribe to a service. There are services that will transcribe your podcast. That's true. Uh, but I feel uh, like I feel with like our four listeners, we probably shouldn't bother. That would be a colossal waste of money for us. Mm-hmm. But this podcast is a colossal waste of money for us. <laughs> that now but, but you know it's it's hosting isn't that much no um but that being said now i don't have i don't have a problem being like check out my podcast it, do you have disney plus yes because most people have it these days mm. well sir you could listen to our companion podcast of a blossom let's just you know what we should do we should just go through all the disney plus shows that's what we'll do with future podcasts we can do uh, well, there's already a podcast about Scrubs, but Scrubs is on Disney Plus now. D- dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah, you mentioned that. Uh, there's also Cougar Town, which I've finally started to watch because I only I, realized recently that Bill Lawrence, who made Scrubs, yeah. also made Cougar Town. I watch listed it because it's uh, it's been on my radar ever since Abed. Uh, right, since he was an extra. Uh, yeah, since he was an extra, and it's he there's uh, he said, two yeah, that's true. But he said he also says it's like the perfect show. Like I, I know, so that means that Dan Harmon probably loves Cougar Town. It's got it. Up. It's it's very good and like similar to Scrubs. I feel like it probably scratches Dan Harmon's itch, like for good writing. Like it's it's very good writing on both Scrubs and Cougar Town. It doesn't quite have. It's missing something that Scrubs has. And I'm not sure what it is. It might be the the cast. Like Scrubs had the most phenomenal cast, and like Cougar Town is still that's good, true. But I mean, and, they're just but, like average. Good. But maybe by the time you finish Cougar Town, you're gonna be like, oh, I get it, because I find a lot of people that like Scrubs maybe didn't necessarily like it. I know Scrubs wasn't really well regarded when it was on. I feel like either no, they were always just, worried about being canceled. According yeah, to yeah, it was just kind of on for eight years, and people that I knew didn't really like it. But I that was the first show like that at the dawn of being able to like torrent and burn CDs like with shows on them and stuff. That was the first show that I burnt to a CD while the show was still airing, oh, and nice. would rewatch the show episodes. And then when a new season would finish, I'd burn that to a CD. And then the cycle would continue. It would continue. Scrubs was good. Go watch Scrubs. Go watch everything on Disney Plus because you never know when Jason and I will come out with a podcast about a show that's on Disney Plus. That's true. Uh, and uh, that being said, I also want to say that we talked about how when the Peacock TV ch- network came out, we would hopefully Blossom would be on it. And it wasn't. It, that's omitted from mm-hmm. Peacock. But here we Disney are. Plus got it. A month family, later, they family channeled it right in there. Big surprise! Um, and before Boom. we get into this episode, I just want to uh, kind of have a, have a sidebar note. Last week's episode was um, the Blossom episode was called "Getting Lucky," but also I think the day that was released, or maybe the day before it was released, Daft Punk broke up. Daft Punk split up. They split up. I cried. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna come right now and say it. I cried. No one died, but I felt like someone died. It was because those robots are dead now. Like the people behind them are 
fine, but we've lost uh, Daft Punk as an entity. I uh, mean, for... they had a they had a very storied thirty year career with many albums. I think that uh... not that many. They had four studio albums and two live albums, which I I personally don't really count as albums. Well, how about this though? Do you think that they're individually going to put out side projects now? I don't know what they're going to do because they're very private guys. Like the whole reason they had the robot masks was not as a marketing gimmick, but like to avoid being celebrities. Yeah. So who knows? Oh, yeah. They don't do interviews really. So it's tough to say, but if they do put stuff out, I'll, I'll buy it. I'm putting together a, uh, now that I know I have the entirety of the Daft Punk collection, like there's not going to be any more. I'm putting together like a tribute slash mega mix uh, that I'll make available on Mixcloud when I'm done with it. That's amazing. Go go and check out Craig's Mixcloud. Sir, uh, I don't even know what the Wayne. link is, but I'll uh, that that's that might be it. But are you, are you brother Wayne on Mixcloud? I'm brother Wayne on Facebook. Uh, I, I haven't used Mixcloud in forever. I used to use SoundCloud, but uh, SoundCloud turned into a giant steaming pile of dinosaur shit. I'm a SoundCloud rapper now, by the way. I have 16 albums on there, and I just go, a boom, a tiss, a boom, boom, tiss. My name is Jason, and I'm a rapping man. I go to town, and I do the rapping stand, and that's it. It's sick. That's 16, 16, wicka, wicka, cha, yeah. Uh, okay, so... let's talk about Blossom, because now, <laughs> now we have, yes, that is a timer. We have 24 minutes left. Okay, wait, check this minutes. out. Okay. Check this out. Uh, Bill Bixby got a little yeah. RIP at the end of this episode. Yeah, this was... I, I noticed at the beginning of this episode that it was uh, directed by Bill Bixby and someone Glenn, else. Glenn uh, Seedlig Frank. And I thought that was weird. Bill Bixby's never needed help directing before, and it's obviously because he died while directing he died this episode. during the filming of this episode, which is crazy because I feel like they just film like eight episodes of a sitcom in one evening. But yeah, this this episode was uh, dedicated to Bill Bixby, not because it had anything. Uh, it was not a very special episode. There was nothing in it. I had a huge reveal at the end, which we'll get to. But uh, uh, it was written. yeah. So a thing that Jason and I have been talking about for a while. They they address it. It's always just been on the back burner, and finally, like they're like, oh hey, by the way, let's talk about that thing from ten episodes. They still back burner it a little bit. Um, also, this episode was written by Glenn Merzer, who I believe we've talked about before did he also write on john larroquette probably because yeah. everybody everybody ever has written on john larroquette let me just take a look at um who Seelig <clears throat> Seelig s-e-l-i-g frank um is known for small wonder yep uh one day at a time the original one day at a time i imagine yeah the facts of life. Oh, but he was like he's like second unit on facts of you life. Like you take the good, you take the bad, you bad, take them both, and there you had the facts of life. The facts of life. Actually, if you look at this, his whole career is assistant director. He's he got just assistant goes around direct- helping people make yeah. shows. Nice. He's got assistant director at miscellaneous and he's directed six things. Um so he must just he must have just been working on the lot when Bill Bixby passed, and then they were like, "Can you come?" Uh... Yeah, he's like, "I'll finish this up." Yeah, and then I'll he was like, "You know what shots. would be great if every scene in this episode was people around a table eating." <laughs> I didn't notice that. This episode is called Meat. Meat. M e a t. Meat. This episode uh, tackles a few issues. It tackles vegetarianism versus meat eating, and it it starts touching on the racism. That we know is going to come about uh, due to uh, Tony's mixed marriage. And right off the top of the show, let's get right into it. So 
before we get to the other thing they touch, which they totally gloss over and it's very disrespectful. Uh, Nick is exercising. He's worried that he's going to have a heart attack at a young age because his dad yeah. and grandfather I think he came did. in from a run because he came yeah. through the first front door all sweaty. He says he's, he was going to vomit his lungs, which I got a little chuckle out of. Would have to, he would have to ingest his lungs first to vomit them out. That's uh, speaking true. Uh, medically. <laughs> Craig is a doctor. <laughs> a doctor. I was almost a paramedic, but uh, we only have 20-something minutes left. Tony's so. a paramedic. You're bringing it back around to the show. Anyway, uh, Blossom suggests that Nick's veg veges out and becomes a vegetarian. And this is 90s vegetarianism. This is like soy is a punchline. This yeah. isn't like soy was a punchline at one point. And Nick in brought in a soy stroganoff. And most things are laugh. made of soy. Like I, I'm not a vegetarian, but I've eaten many veggie burgers. I like it's weird. So tofu i like soy yeah. products oh man you know? tofu like buffalo bites are so fucking yeah good. dude i know you're vegan or or like mostly cusp, vegetarian yeah. cusp vegan or like you know yeah i still eat the cheese the year. yeah um but your household is vegan yeah and <clears throat> we came to your house and had some very nice very nice dinner and everything you served us was vegan and it was all very good it was all pretty much soy based mm-hmm. um that immediately got me to thinking about how in the 90s like i said veganism and didn't exist basically vegetarianism was the butt of most jokes my mom was a vegetarian growing up and everything she made was god awful oh yeah she she's a good cook but she was not a a good vegetarian cook she made this vegetarian lasagna that had like broccoli in it like as like the meat part oh that's terrible it was not it was not good. Like you got to double your cheese in order to make that even exactly. like palatable. But she would make like a macaroni and cheese, straight up mac and cheese, and it was the fucking tits. You know what yep. I mean? Like she, she's a That's good the cook. Thing. That was like the weird thing because they were going vegetarian, not vegan. And I'm like, like being vegetarian is so fucking easy. And like, it's very it's not going to taste bad. Like they sure they hammed it up and they were like, oh, soy casserole is coming in. Uh, which of course is weird, but like, yeah, you would just make lasagna without putting meat in it. There's, you're still gonna have cheese and pasta and tomato sauce. No, it was specifically soy stroganoff, which yeah. I think could be made to be delicious in 2021. Well, I've you know made a, I mean? like, like a mushroom stroganoff that is fucking amazing. Like you don't need to have beef for stroganoff to be good. Exactly, but he, but nowadays you put, could put like seitan in it, and seitan mm-hmm. is like a pretty good meat substitute. I've had I've had started like, making uh, that, Philly cheesesteak made from seitan, and it's it's good you know? i made a chicken seitan and i missed uh, uh the quantity of a, an ingredient that went in and it ruined it but my second attempt at seitan was a chicken seitan and i forget what we made with it but it was fucking fucking that's good. awesome yeah so i'm making seitan now i love we it we should probably we should, <laughs> should probably move on yeah. what has happened in this episode nick so has come nick, in okay uh, so this of... is this is the other thing i wanted to talk about too the next scene after that is they're, they're in a soup kitchen blossom and six are volunteering at the soup kitchen and the crux of this episode is sort of like blossom has a crush on the coordinator but oh, hold, up, hold up that, hold up hold up let's back yeah before we get to that so nick comes in out of shape that, and blossom and nick agree to go vegetarian together because yes. Nick's cholesterol is bad I said that. Did you? Yeah, I covered all that. I'm sorry. Uh, That's cool. You've been smoking. You've been smoking weed for the last 25 minutes. I've watched you. Um, But the thing is, is they're at a soup kitchen and they're they're serving burgers to the homeless, and they are about to touch on that element of things. But Blossom is like, 
homelessness is a real problem. And if everybody just did their part and she stops herself and says, actually, I'm boring myself talking about it. Yeah. I, th- I found that to be the- incredible. She should have been the most uh, prominent advocate of this sort of thing. She was the advocate at the beginning. She's the one who suggested it. But the thing is, is like they just show it so little respect and they don't like, there's no like homeless character that comes in. Like there's how no Brad from Home Improvement. Hom- they do work at a homeless shelter and not a single homeless person has a line. Exactly. That, so. Not like in Fresh Prince where Brad from Home Improvement was like the homeless kid who antagonizes Carlton on Christmas Eve. That is that was Brad from Home Improvement? Yes. Shit. Absolutely it was. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, that's when we find out that Blossom has a bit of a crush. It's the guy from uh, th- that movie the fucking movie What's where the film? guy dies if the if, if it's the college <laughs> movie with ryan reynolds where if your roommate dies Van you Wilder? get a you know you get a, a an a i don't know dead man two guys a girl in a pizza place no d- dead man's uh oh uh yeah something dead man hold on a second ryan reynolds he's canadian he's we got two really famous Ryans from Canada. We got Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling. and Ryan Ryan Reynolds. I think Reynolds is the, the better one, but Don't I have a bit like of a know, grudge. Yeah, I like went to high school Ryan with Ryan Gosling. Gosling. <laughs> he was a giant fucking turd. He was when I went to high school with him, he was between Breaker High, which is a show only Canadians who are exactly my age will know. And um then he went to my school for a year and a half before moving to New Zealand to be young Hercules. It wasn't I'm an idiot. It wasn't Ryan Reynolds, it was Mark Paul Gosler. Ooh. who is zach and it's uh i'm just looking it up here it should take one second for me to find it because it's like the only movie he was ever in and um i'm wasting a lot of time doing this but it's yeah, the payoff um... is going to be worth it is the movie from the 90s early 2000s known as dead man on campus boom and this guy, the campus. guy, the guy who plays the director is a guy, a dead man on campus, who's like a party animal. He, he's always freaking out. My favorite line is he's going around the room humping things. And he's just, he goes, I just want to hump this lamp. And he starts oh, humping lamp. the lamp. Yeah. Anyway. It's a precursor uh, to I love lamp. It's, it really is. Uh, and I used to quote this. Uh, sometimes I just want to hump this lamp light all the time. So. Well, now you back. can do that in my presence and I'll get it. Instead of being like, Jason's a weird dude. We're back in the kitchen. We get a quick scene where Joey and Nick are just making a bunch of back and forth jokes about vegetarianism. Spaghetti and wheat balls. Nick has made spaghetti and wheat balls. It tastes exactly like spaghetti, except for it's made of wheat. It looks like meatballs. It tastes like garbage. Joey says insipid. Yeah, I wrote down, just one of my notes was, quote, insipid. And Nick was like, I didn't even know you knew what that word meant. And Joey's like, I didn't know that word until I tasted <laughs> until these I meatballs. The meatballs. And then uh, Nick, they do the same joke with Nick, and he said something in Arabic. Yeah, he says an, the Arabic word for disgusting. I didn't uh, catch and they the... do that. So then the next thing is that we're in a restaurant now, and it's mm. Shelly and Tony getting their bill. Yeah, talking about talking about if she should if she's going to take Tony's last name or keep her own. But Tony does not want that woman hyphenating her last no name. hyphenating because then it means that we can't uh we can't make decisions and then the waiter comes over and he's like what do you want for dessert and then chocolate and like, vanilla ice cream and then tony almost kills him no 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 that's not what happened at all <laughs> he <laughs> says he says tony says i we can't even make up our minds on what we want for dinner or for dessert 
uh, or our names, let alone dessert. And then the, the waiter goes, oh, let me get chocolate or vanilla ice cream. And uh, that's the first time that we actually get some some racism about their interracial yeah. marriage. Yeah. And like the racism, I mean, Shelly addresses that later. Um, we are way behind. Wait, let's just move along. Yeah. Um, so, I kept writing down Chad as the guy's name, uh, but it's, it's Evan. Evan. Yeah. Uh, he, eventually they say it again and it's evan the, the hunky guy from the homeless shelter so we're um, back in the we're back in the soup kitchen and he's laying it on thick is yeah, the note that i is. laid down and they're about to leave and he's like you know you could be in line for this uh promotion yeah uh, blossom denies having a boyfriend she's like oh we're being picked up by my boof uh, I mean, some dude I know named Vinny. And then Vinny shows up, and of course, this Evan dude thinks Vinny's there for the soup kitchen because he's dressed like a greaser. Yeah, but they then he realizes little... he's not and starts threatening him pretty much. Yeah, then they have a little bit of a tiff. Then Blossom comes out, and it's revealed that, you know, Vinny's the boyfriend. Yeah, Evan's basically like, I'm going to fuck that girl. And Vinny's like, that's my girlfriend. And he's like, well, I'm going to fuck that girl anyway. It's pretty much what happens. But Blossom's falling, like falling all over himself, you, yeah. herself. It, it, that's the weird element of this. I've never seen Blossom be all like fawning over a over a guy. Besides. Oh, well, remember season one where every episode they were like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if like we both got to marry Johnny Depp? That's true. They, but they were Depp 14 when they were 14. They were 14. And it was he was the style of the time. Um, so they get back to the living room, they get back home, and they basically have a, an argument. And Vinny's like, I forbid you to work there or see that guy because it's fucking gonna destroy a relationship. Blossom says Vinny is as pretty as Jenny Garth. Yeah, <laughs> which I was like, is, she's from 90210, right? He is also from 90210. I don't know if he did 90210 yet at this point in time, but Vinny, the actor, was also on 90210. Was he just like a bit part or was he main character? Oh, no, he was long? like, I don't think he was a main character, but he was like a recurring character, like the, uh, you know, the DA on Law and Order. Um, right. I've just been watching a lot of Law and Order. So, like, not right. a main cast character, every, but you're, he's still there. Like, comes in every like four episodes. Child stars. Then in uh, why do you keep showing me that? I so the there is sort of a uh, a parallel here where Tony and Shelly are in the kitchen probably simultaneously, and they're t- they're talking to each other about what had just gone down, and Shelly's super cool about it. She's just like, look, I'm black. These things happen to me all the time, and there's a difference between racism and ignorance, yeah. and that I don't think that 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 guy was being racist. He was trying to be funny in 1994 and not really not really realizing the the gravity of pointing out somebody's color or their creed by the way david lasher who played Vinny, was in 90210 from 91 to 92 so before this so that jenny garth thing was probably a joke about his character on 90210 maybe they dated or something maybe yeah also growing he, pains. he might Let's be like a podcast about growing he might be pains. the most age-appropriate person that's ever been on 90210 because david blasher <laughs> looks actually in here in these episodes he looks like he's only about 20 and he's playing yeah. like 17 or 18 yeah if this if that if he was on it two years earlier he would have been like 16 or 17 playing 16 that's pretty good unless we find out that david lasher now is like 50 uh and he was 30 on blossom which is I also because luke perry also. like luke perry was like 25 when he was on 90210 right yeah and now he's not now he's a dead 1972 man. so he was 20 
20 he was 22 at this uh, 21 at this point in time yeah that's okay i was pretty close then. yeah that's pretty age appropriate but when he would have been on 90210 he would have been like yeah like 18 19 right where were we uh okay so now we're back think. in uh, this Jenny Garth, right? Tony Shelley talking about race in the kitchen. We covered that, and then after that, Blossom and Six are just talking about who Blossom would pick if she wasn't dating either of them. And she says Vinny. Vinny or Evan, and she does, but she's also still like creaming her jeans over this Evan guy. She is creaming those jeans. They are creamy <laughs> jeans. Why did you make it so much worse? Rothy. No. <laughs> Never say frothy again, please. Frothy is one of those words like moist. Moist hair. The oh, worst gosh. combination of words. I think of like my mustache. Moist damp, hair. After, damp thighs. Yeah. Ooh, damp thighs? I don't know. I'm trying That's to... gross too. Yeah. I'm canceling this I'm just podcast. trying to come up with the gross stuff. Yeah, like wet. No, I don't know. I got nothing. I was going to say farts. wet beard, but you said something about beard already. Wet eyebrow. That's not so bad. Sweaty Yolk? nipples. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> sweaty, nipples sweat? Nipple I wonder, hair. I wonder if nipples themselves they sweat. Everything sweats. I don't know if you've ever been for a run before. I know you have, but I have, but <laughs> my nipples do get wet, but then is it just sweat dripping down from above the nipples or do the nipples themselves sweat? They probably I think do. the nipples themselves sweat. So to get back on track, do I women kind of sweat. Just kidding. Go on. Definitely. <laughs> they sweat milk. Um, so early on in this episode, they allude to the fact that Six had been drinking. In the very first scene, they're serving the burgers and they're talking about how these burgers look delicious and I want to take them. That's when that's when Blossom is like, we're vegetarian now. And Six goes, is it is it starve a cold feed a hangover? And Blossom's like, oh, I see. Kind of like that that's still going on and they hmm. kind of gloss over that but now now six is like uh i missed this test um because i haven't been feeling well lately and blossom's like you haven't been feeling well because of hangovers and six is like look you just can't just come out and tell me what you're thinking you know we're supposed to be best tells friends her what she's thinking and then yeah. six just storms on her <laughs> it just she's like yeah you, you have a drinking problem like what do you want me to say no we cut to dinner time around the table uh and joey i think it's joey he says great lettuce do you have any food yeah <laughs> i thought it was a pretty funny line despite uh my objection to everyone in the show hating on but it's they just so do... weird to think like to do be so against not eating meat like yeah. even meat eaters like you don't eat meat at every fucking thing you no, put in your mouth you have to be you have to be a redneck like it's so weird. Ignorant like idiot to be like, I only eat meat. Even back in the 80s, like there was four food groups and meat was only one of them. Yeah. Like you still ate those other things. Otherwise, you're not alive today. But this is uh, this is the scene also where they talk about the rainforest and Joey's blown away oh, yeah. by the fact that like beef, like beef. That was farms. great. Nick is like, what do you think is the number one destroyer of the rainforest? And Joey says, woodpeckers. <laughs> Which is a totally a Joey <laughs> thing. Great. Fucking great. But then they drop some knowledge on us about how beef farms, uh, and that still happens to this day. It, they clear cut rainforest to put in beef, which then kills the ozone layer because of the methane. Mm. It's a horrible cycle. Like eating meat isn't just animal cruelty. It's like eco stuff too. Yeah. Like that's my, I mean, I'm not for animal cruelty by any means, but like I'm like my choices to like eat as little meat and dairy as possible is that like it makes ecological sense. 
Yeah. Because you have to grow a bunch of plants to feed the cows that you're going to eat and like and clear have their cut forests in in it's like we can countries. just eat that food rather than growing other animals to eat like it doesn't mathematically it makes no sense. When you clear cut a rainforest that hasn't been explored, you're clear cutting these ecosystems that could potentially have things that could advance science. Yeah. Also. So it's messed up to clear cut a whole rainforest just so you can put cows there. Um, stupid. So then, then Joe, uh, Tony, Nick, fuck, I'm got that. I've got that thing that that Alzheimer's grandparent thing, right? To say all their names. Uh, Nick comes in with the beef casserole stroganoff. They all, the doorbell rings at that moment. It's Evan. Soy stroganoff. They all get up from the table. Chad is here to hit on Blossom. Evan's here to be like, "Hi, I'm hot. Look at my chin line." I want to bang it. I want to fuck you somewhere in that's uncomfortable, like the back of a Buick or whatever. That yeah, Buick could probably be pretty comfortable. Um, what's the line from Volkswagen? Morris? Volkswagen, yeah. Um, and then that's a perfect joke because you think he means anal. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> and they make it four times in the movie. <laughs> and then, uh, but everybody's like, "Let's go get burgers!" As soon as they get outside. Uh, and but yeah, she's like, "Look, I got a boyfriend. It's Vinny." You, I'm sorry, and but the thing is, is the next. Well, the next thing is they're in the restaurant. And they're talking about it, and they just the fucking. If they go to the same restaurant, well, I wrote they, I wrote what? this down. So they're talking about it, and like Tony says something. I should have written down more of this because I don't remember exactly how it goes. But Tony says something about like not wanting to deal with bad jokes, and Joey's like, "Well, good thing Andrew Dice Clay is not here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like take that, true. Andrew Dice Clay, you piece of shit. Like, I did, uh, I did chuckle at that. Um, but then the our boy, the racist waiter, comes over and he, you know, Vinny's like, "Hey, chocolate and vanilla." No, he doesn't do that. No, but he does. What did he say? He said like. Uh, uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, like I'm sorry about that." Oh and yeah, like, and like, "Hey, everything's not black and white." And like, does and then Tony guns, jumps up guns. and almost fucking almost kills him, levels him again. Uh, so here's the thing about that, though. If I went to a ra- if I went to a, a restaurant with my interracial with my with my black girlfriend, I'm white, and <laughs> that happened, I would never go back to that re- restaurant again, especially regardless of how innocent <laughs> or how ignorant, you know. I would just never go to that restaurant. It's simple but as that. But the thing is with sitcoms, Jason, is that they only have enough budget for one restaurant set per episode. So they had to end up at that restaurant because no other episodes or no other restaurants exist in That's the true. time frame of this episode. But also it's the 90s and like they needed to make this dumb racism joke because now, I, now these racism jokes are going to happen all the time, I guess. All the time. And Shelly's just going to, they're going to write Shelly to be like, that happens. And Tony's yeah. gonna be be over like super reactionary. Well, she's already it. yeah. She's like, get used to it. Like I've I've been black my whole life. Like this is yeah. just the shit that happens. It's not. She says that like this is not the last time that's gonna happen. And it happened literally the next day. Yeah, and then because uh, Tony's and, like, and you know, we about yesterday. Let's just let bygones be bygones. And then the dude does it again. So it was dumb. And then Vinny and Blossom suss it out. Uh, my notes get real shitty at this point. Okay, I wrote so, Vinny and Bossy suss it out. Then I wrote veggie, and then I wrote uh, the bombshell of the episode. So Vinny shows up, and he's like, "I wanted to be the bigger man and come over here so you could apologize to me." And Blossom's like, "No, first of all, I'm a woman. These kinds of things rarely happen to women. 
And Vinny's like, well, I'll never look at a woman again. And she's like, look, men look at women all the time, no matter what, it's in their nature. You Every time Marge Simpson you know, walks by, <laughs> you turn your head. Yeah. And that's basically where they end it. That men are dogs and women never, you know, look, which I call bullshit. Uh, but yeah, but at the same time, Blossom's like cool. She's like, because Vinny's like, oh, if you stay away from that guy, I won't look at another woman again. And Blossom's like, you're going to look at women. It's fine. Yeah. And they, but they don't really come to a conclusion. They just sort of. No, it. I really stopped paying attention because uh, I could tell it was really going nowhere. It was just a kind of fluff uh, resolution. The final scene, though, is what we're all here to find out. We're all here to find out. Blossom uh, talks to Six again. And guess what? Six is uh, recapping a whole bunch of shit from her life and just slips in there like, and I'm going to the rehab my mom signed me up for. Because it turns out Six's mom was also as concerned as Blossom was. And then Six is like, and I was a bit concerned about myself. Yeah. So Six is 16. And she's going to fucking rehab. And she says that the silver 16. lining is that I have a 50-50 chance of meeting Billy Idol. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> and I was like, accurate. Is Billy Idol still alive? Yes. Yeah, because he, he is, was on right? Miley Cyrus's uh, album that came out like a month ago. Okay. Yeah. He's also in The Wedding Singer in the early 2000s. Wait. Yeah, that was late, 20 years ago. The late 90s? Yeah, I do. I clicked a song. 18. Now I looked up. Oh, that's time. That's our podcast. Okay, well, we're going a little over time to say goodbyes. Uh, and also drug watch six, no woes. Um my opinion okay this episode. episode was fine compared fine. to the fluff that's that 15-minute episode is the the barometer now. R.I.P. Bill Bixby. R.I.P. Bill Bixby. Thanks for listening. You can find us on all social media. I tried Googling us today, literally today, and we're, it goes, when you look up Blossom Buddies, it goes Blossom Buddies, then Blossom Buddies, then Blossom Buddies.